Welcome to the Dylan Show. Show, show. Hey guys, I'm your host Dylan. I'm very excited to be here. It's my first podcast, season one, episode one. Throughout this episode, you're going to get to know a little bit about me. We're going to, we're going to talk about a little bit of sports. And throughout the season, you're going to get to know figures that I've got to connect with throughout my journalist connections. And I'm very excited. This is a great time to be doing this. Most of us are at home right now. You know, still working hard, as hard as we can on our craft, and I think that's very important. Take your time, work on your craft, and still relax and keep yourself, you know, happy. And this is what I want to be doing, and I'm trying to expand my knowledge and give you guys some information that maybe you don't know. Um, I'm from the great state of Arkansas, beautiful, natural state of Arkansas. Um, I'm a junior in high school. I graduated 2022, the greatest class ever. Shout out to the 2022 class. Um... I want to be a sports journalist in my future in divorce, and I've grown to love the game of sports for as long as I can remember, and I think that's the most important thing to hear. If, if you want to talk about something, you have to know. You have to know it. Like, if you go to a job and someone asks you, oh, what's the difference between this burger and this burger, you have to know your information. I think that's what I can help bring to this podcast, and I'm very excited. Joke of the day. We're going to have a joke of the day every single day. My joke of the day today is... A mother walks into a bar, and her husband walks in behind her after parking the car, and he says, Hello, mother of four. She looks at him with a disgust face and says, Hello, father of two. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so corny, but hey, I'm going to bring you a little smile to your face. If you're having a bad day, I just brought you a little smile, hopefully. We're going to dive into the NBA. Obviously, the game has been gone for a couple of months now, obviously due to the COVID-19 pandemic. My prayers go out to everyone that is risking their lives just to save others and the others that have lost their lives. My prayers go out to also the Floyd family and the Taylor family for their loss. Uh, my prayers go out to all the loved ones losing people, losing the loved ones they have lost, obviously, recently. Prayers to Kobe Bryant, David Stern, and Fred McCoy recently, too. Uh, we miss you guys dearly. The, um, the NBA announced a couple of days ago that the game was back. Um, the most popular sport in the world today is back. They will be coming back as of July 31st in Orlando, Florida, the Walt Disney World Resort. And they will be combining 22 teams from both conferences to finish out the season. From the Eastern Conference, they will be bringing about the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending NBA champions Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, the great Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and the depleted but all-star worthy Bradley Beal, Washington Wizards. From the West, we go to the Los Angeles Lakers, the Clippers sharing that same arena, the Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder by surprise, Houston Rockets, the Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, the Portland Trailblazers, New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, the San Antonio Spurs, and last but not least, the Phoenix Suns. The great Devin Booker. Shout out to D Book. First time All-Star, and he's going to continue being great. I want to go down the list here and kind of give you a brief interview, not interview, but description about like kind of every team, not every team, but we're going to try to talk about every conference. Um, obviously, the Bucks MVP caliber, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, putting up numbers this year that we haven't seen since. Will Chamberlain, and you know, if you know Will Chamberlain, you know he puts up historic numbers. Toronto Raptors, obviously defending NBA champions, they lost Kawhi Leonard in the offseason, 
but they still played great this season. Pascal Siakam, an all-star starter, he stepped up tremendously in the field. That um, superstar role still have us all-star Kyle Lowry, I think. His career is coming through a wind, and I think Fred Van Fleet is going to take over that position soon. Boston Celtics, obviously, I think led by Jason Tatum, um, a young superstar in the making of all-star this past year. Kimba Walker, all-star this year, too. That team is... That team, that team has a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball, and I think that team is going to be very dangerous. So the Miami Heat, led by Jimmy Butler, looking to sign the max super, max contract superstar this summer. Who knows? That team could be in a race for another championship. Um, the Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, led by Ben Simmons, Brooklyn Nets, which are a very interested team, obviously, made the playoffs for the first time last year in, I think, four years. Uh, three years, when I'm not mistaken, four, three, yeah, four years. Um, Kyrie Irving obviously signed in the offseason. Kevin Durant, Sue, and DeAndre Jordan. The team has probably not lived up to standards, obviously. Kyrie Irving got injured. Prayers to Kyrie on a speedy recovery. He got injured, and he's not coming back. Kevin Durant announced a couple of days ago, I, hey, I'm not coming back this year. I'm still taking time to rehab, work on my game, work on myself, and they'll be back for next season. And I think that's very important because you just signed a guy to a max contract. I don't think you want to go out there and hurt him off one game, but then you can't play him at all, and that's a waste of your money, obviously. Um, and I think the Brooklyn Nets are a team to watch out for when both players are healthy, obviously. Two tremendous players. Second best player in the game and a top five point guard in the game. Uh, the Orlando Magic finish out and the Washington Wizards, who – are depleted this year, obviously, with that all-star point guard, John Wall. But Bradley Bill, I think, had the second-greatest shooting guard season in the league this year behind James Harden. Should have been an all-star. He was snubbed with the all-star game. I think he's averaging 29 points per game, and that's tremendous. They weren't in the playoff spot, but just what he's done by himself on the court, both on and off the court as well. But on defense and offense, obviously perennial score and should be a perennial all-star. But Bradley Bill, he's the end of thing this year. And I think, I don't know what his numbers were from last year, but he could be in the race for most improved player. I don't think it will go to him. I think the most improved player will go to Bam at the bio out of the Miami Heat. He was an all-star this year, and he stepped up tremendously for that team. But Bradley Bill is a superstar, and I don't think he gets the recognition that he deserves. The Western Conference, we have teams like... Um, the experience, well, not experience, an experienced coach in Greg Popovich, San Antonio Spurs. Tina's coming up with DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge is kind of, he's still playing very well. Um, playing good for, great for his age. Obviously not the prime LaMarcus Aldridge, but he's still doing well. Sacramento Kings, a lot of young talent. De'Aaron Fox, uh, great finisher in the layup game. For a point guard, Buddy Hield, an excellent shooter. Marvin Bagley, a guy who's working on this game every single day, and he's proved every year, former number one player. The Pelicans, obviously, Zion Williamson, the the rookie of the stars, the most hyped rookie since LeBron James. And Lonzo Ball has improved his game in every aspect this year from leave, since leaving L.A. last year. And I'm excited to watch that team. Big Lonzo fan. I love how he's improved everything about his game. The Memphis Grizzlies, obviously, no one expecting them to be a playoff team. We got they had the second pick. They picked job, picked up John Morant, and he played tremendous. You could have said this kid is an all star, a rookie being an all star. We don't see that too often. 
Um, some of the legendary greats don't even do that, and he was very close to that. And John Morant played tremendously for the Memphis Grizzlies this year, and I think that's very important that they want to build a championship team around him. They need to surprise him on every occasion that they can get. Um, the Dallas Mavericks as well with Luka Doncic and Christoph Porzingis. Mark Cuban said, hey, I need another superstar for this kid. Luka, he's a real deal talent. He went out there and got him, and he signed him to a max contract. And I think that's because Christoph was looking at a max contract and a team, hey, that has a shot at winning a championship. Um, I think that team is very well-rounded. can get a little more help in the point guard position. But, you know, Luka kind of runs in, but I still think he's a true shooting arm. Um, the Houston Rockets, the backcourt trio or duo excuse me and Russell Westbrook and Russell excuse me Russell Westbrook and James Harden Russell Westbrook the former MVP so is uh, James Harden and that team is tremendous athletic uh small ball team obviously since getting rid of Clint Capella but I think they've managed how they're going to play the whole season now and they fit it very well I think that spaces out I think that small ball offense helps out Russell because he He's more of a drive-to-the-paint guy, finishing transition and spreading the small ball out. That leaves the other center on the opposing team to play on the perimeter. And, you know, you get a pick-and-roll or an ISO, and Russell might drive to the paint. That's an easy bucket for him. Utah Jazz, obviously, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, uh, tremendous team, have a lot of talent, a full team all around, bench depth, and I think they're a team to look out for. That's, that's my underdog team. Every year, basically, either Utah or this next year, the Denver Nuggets. They're, those are my underdog teams. It's one of the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have Nikola Jokic. He was an all-star this year. Great, the best passing center in the league. Jamal Murray. Uh, Mike Porter Jr., who is fitting well in Denver, and he's working on his games to come back from his injuries. Gary Harris, that team is nice. Um, I think the biggest shocker may be the Oklahoma City Thunder, obviously, Losing Russell this summer, but trading for Chris Paul. And obviously, Chris Paul can still put up all-star numbers. That's why he's all-star this year. But I don't think anyone expected him to lead that, that Thunder team with so little experience to a lockdown, a locked playoff spot. And I think that deserved him of an all-star spot. And who would have known what they could have done in the playoffs? That would have been exciting to see, as well as the L.A. battle, the L.A. battle between Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Paul George. I don't think both teams have ever been that good at the same time. Obviously, L.A. 16 championships have been good, but I don't think both teams have been good at the same time. Like the Clippers had Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan. They were good, but the Lakers weren't that good. You know, that was Kobe's last couple of years. He was injured a lot. He had a lot of young guys, never really good. They came out in the early 2000s with Baron Davis, and I that was a pretty decent team, but they weren't a championship team. And you wouldn't say, hey, that's a first or second block team in the playoff as well as the Lakers. And I think it's very exciting, the town of L.A., whether you're Clippers or a Lakers fan, you're happy to see both of your teams doing well. And I think it's a great time for that to be happening. I don't think, my honest opinion, I don't think the league should have came back. I think they should have just waited for next year, everything that's going on. And it's not safe. I don't think even without the fans, and it's going to be weird without the fans are saying they're going to implement 2K noise. And we'll see how that works out. It's the first time for everything. And I think it'll be exciting to see, but I'm not too much of a fan of it. Um, they're going to have different medical protocols for every team. And 
the conference will be obviously still the eight team seed. The draft will be August twenty fifth, and it's going to be a different year. But we have to work things out, just like for other sports worldwide, like soccer. But soccer has come back. They've been back for a couple of weeks now, I believe, in Germany, in uh, the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, and they play tremendously as well. I know Arsenal played today, I believe, and won six nil. Um, without fans in the in the stands, but I still don't think it's safe. But they're gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, money is today's economic value over everything, and I think that's very important for those to suit things important for them. Baseball, obviously, we didn't. Baseball may not come back in 2020. Um, saddening is a Cardinals fan. You thought this could be a great year for baseball. And we didn't even get, excuse me, um, I don't, we didn't even get spring training, really. And I kind of surprised us a lot. And I think it's very grateful that we've got the time in past years to watch the game because you never know when things like this are going to happen. You never know when we may not see the game ever again. I think this this time has made us realize Wow, we really, sports is so big a part of our life. And I think that's very important. People that really do love the game of sports. Um, I'm going to take a quick little intermission. I'm back. Welcome back to the show, guys. Um, I think I want to talk a little bit more about basketball. You know, the last dance obviously just finished wrapping up a couple of weeks ago. I think it's the greatest documentary, sports documentary I've ever seen. I, I watched it again, actually. It was that great. Um, they did a great, tremendous job of going through everybody's sequence in life and every point from Coach Jackson to Steve Kerr and John Paxson. And I think that's very important so we can get to know players other than, you know, Michael and Scotty and Dennis. And we got to know a little bit more. I never knew about Jerry Krause. I knew more about Jerry Reinsdorf than I did Jerry Krause. And I'm glad I got to know more about the Jerry Krause situation and what he did. And we know why Michael and Sky, you know, teased them a little bit and why they didn't like Tony Kuchkoch, who coached them originally. I think that's very interesting that, you know, little things drove Michael and that led on to Scotty and just things that, Things like Jerry Cross lacking Tony Kukoc and that drove him to play. Um, we got this guy. Don't touch him. We're gonna we're gonna kill him. We're gonna make him. Hey, we don't even want you. Don't come to the league. And I think that's crazy. I think that's Michael's mentality. It always has been. And he's gonna he's gonna go out there and he's gonna kill. He's gonna he's looking at he's going to take your ankles off your feet. He's going to deprive you of everything. He's going to rip your heart out your chest. And Michael's not gonna stop anything to win. Um, NFL defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Roger Goodell is taking a stance, and I'm very happy for that. A lot of players are demanding justice for what's happening lately, and I think that's very important in today's game. You have such a big, you have such a big um, popularity tolerance feel. And people will listen, and I think that's important to use that. Um, talk about me a little bit more. I'm a huge Arkansas Razorbacks fan. I grew up a Razorback fan. I'm an Oklahoma Sooner fan as well. 
Shout out to Baker and Kyler and Jalen Hurts, CD, Hollywood, excuse me, Lincoln, Bob, um, great organization out there. Arkansas fan, obviously, as I say, Mike Anderson, doing his thing, St. John's, Brad Bielema, Chad Morris, uh, obviously didn't live with the standards, but I like Chad Morris. Um, I'm very excited for the Sam Pittman era. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think he's bringing a lot of, you know, gridiron, old school football back to the university. I think that's exactly what these players need to even compete at least win five games in the SEC, let alone the West. I'm a five-time Super Bowl champion, Dallas Cowboys fan. Shout out to the boys. I've never really said, I've never been the person to say, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. Um, but I believe if we can get Dak Prescott signed to where he wants to be, and with or without Jamal Adams, obviously it would be a lot helpful with Jamal Adams. If we can make that happen for a reasonable price, I think that team can go to the Super Bowl. I've never said that before, I promise you, but I think it can happen. I think it could happen. We have, obviously, the offensive weapons now. C.D. Lamb getting drafted and the defense. We picked up some good defensive players in the draft. Not great, but good, and that's exactly just, that's what we need. We can develop them and make them great. And I think they're underrated players, and they're going to just go out there and work hard every day and prove, hey, why we're a Dallas Cowboy. We're not a Dallas Cowboy for no reason. We worked that lot off for this, and that's important. I want to give a, a shout-out to the Cardinals, Paul Goldschmidt. Shout-out to Matt Carpenter, my shit. Uh, 11-time world champion. How about that, baby? Don't have a favorite NBA team, but I still love to watch the game. Devin Booker, probably my favorite player in today's game. I'm a big Gordon Hayward fan. Russell, Kyrie, I like LeBron, obviously, he's the greatest. Um, I'm not going to talk about that, though, at least not today. Um, the game has obviously changed. I'm not a big fan of the 125, 120 games, but, you know, that's what it is. You know, it's, it's changed. I still watch like watching players, and you can't really change anything about it, but you know, I'm more of a defensive guy when I do play the game of basketball. I like shutting you down on defense, and I think the defense leads to great offense. And it's just like players don't play defense at all. Like they have defensive formations and defensive sets, and they don't run it. They just let the player go straight to the cold and score a layup. Or if they don't try to stop the layup, they're trying to stop the three, and they still don't stop the three because it's let someone go up there and shoot a three. Like that's what people do now. They go in the gym and they shoot a three. They don't practice going and shooting a mid range or shooting a layup or working on their hook shot or anything. I know I sound old school and I'm young, but that's what I prefer. And I will forever and always prefer it. I'm sorry. Um, the game is tremendous in every aspect, but I, I really, I think I've never been more excited to watch the game this year than I ever have been. I think it's been since 2016. I really watched the game in 2016, and I haven't watched it as much as I did this year since then. And I think this is very exciting how, you know, we've got so many great duo combinations in the league, and I think that kind of equaled everything out, and I think that was more fun to watch. Um, I'm going to keep it straight nonchalant with you guys here in this season, and I'm very excited. I do apologize if I'm a little dull today, but... We're going to be having Mark Drake's Wade here next week, 
former Razorback, and I'm going to have a lot more energy. I'm going to be a lot more excited, I promise. <laughs> and we're going to have more speakers every week, and I'm very excited to bring Mark Drakers here. I was a big Mark Drakers fan when he was playing for the Razorbacks. I looked up to him. I worked my game on his game, and I met him when I was younger, and I'm very excited to have him on the show next week. And, hey, we're going to be working a lot, and this is going to be fun, you guys. And shout out to my boy Sam Lanier for letting me on the show. He's going to be on here soon, and Let's be great. Let's do great things, and we're not going to stop working hard on craft. Thank you, guys. God bless.